2: Subscribe on iTunes at Toddcast Podcast. Hello, Katie Clark.
1: Good morning. Hold on, I've never done
0: it in this location with my computer. Oh, it looks great.
2: Yeah, it looks great.
0: It's all about the lighting, you know. Well,
2: of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah, thank you for taking some time here to join us, uh, the Toddcast, Vancouver, Canada. uh another can- light
0: in Canada right now?
2: Uh, well, you know, we're starting to get to summer weather. Vancouver, can, you know, generally around this time, we're, we're starting to get pretty nice, right? Starting to get, starting to get pretty good, pretty good. So I think within the next couple, two, three weeks, we should be sunny and just gorgeous for the next four or five months.
0: I don't know how you guys do it up there. I lived in Minnesota for a little bit. Not for me. I'm solar powered. So that's yeah. why I like SoCal.
2: Yeah. When we booked you initially, Katie, and we'd said, you know, we love your Instagram. We love your Instagram. I mean, we think it's amazing. Uh, you create great content. I mean, you're,
0: has that changed? <laughs>
2: no, no, it's only, it's only been a few days. Oh uh, no, what I'm getting to is, uh, you know, being that you're a matchmaker, you're a, you're a dating coach, yeah. how much has social media changed the game?
0: Oh, you know, it's social media on top of dating apps has changed the game you know, this idea and picture of, Oh, meet organically. I love when people tell me that I'm like, okay, you're living in La La land. Um, And I literally live in La La land. There's too much of La La going on, but social media has created this uh, speed bump. And I call it a speed bump because some people take it quickly. Some people slow down for it, but it, it creates this um, illusion sometimes and almost this um, discouragement in dating because people will check out people's social media. And I just, I've done reels on this. Like women are looking at a man's social media. As a matter of fact, I encourage people not to be on social media, men, especially. And if you are for business purposes or just for family, but if you're following thousands of women and they're half naked, it's no woman is secure with that. And if they say they are, That's okay, But then at the same time, I I hear men complain about women's social media, that they look selfish, selfies all by themselves. And they think to themselves, is this the woman I'm going to marry? And they they just their social media turns off the whole thing and boom, everyone's like done. They quit. They jump ship really fast because of social media.
2: Yeah weird though because you know that's kind of the way that things are today it's not like i mean how often do you hear people are getting hooked up from here's a friend of mine and and they're single right. and you're single and you guys would really work well that 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 stuff is almost like non-existent at this point
0: well people are nervous because what if what if she's crazy and i introduce my buddy to her you know right. because people have these initial like he's she's crazy and he's a douchebag right you know so quickly so they're nervous about making that exchange you know look i've dated a lot of men, you know, you could probably say on the minimum, I've gone on a hundred dates during my 10 years of singleness. And I, I'm still good friends with all these guys. They're good guys. There's a couple that are the douchebags, you know, like moving on, no need. They circle back, they come in. I cut, I cut one of their hair during COVID. Like he needed some help. You know, why wouldn't I, we have to realize that dating is not about like, I'm going to marry this guy or this girl. It's, it's, I'm, I'm going to, even be in a relationship. I am going to make friends and in that process, see if this works out. But everyone jumps in too fast. I always say with my clients, we do this thing. It's a method. I call it the 10 toes in. So many people just run off the pier and jump in the water. You don't even know what the water feels like, the temperature. You don't know anything about the water. So why would you do that? So with my clients, to slow them down in the process of dating, we we talk about how many toes in. You know what <laughs> i Women will be like, "I'm five toes in." I said, "Girl, pull it back. That's too many toes, too fast." Yeah. So we have processes and have word pictures that we use to make sure we're doing it right. There are good steps in dating.
2: Yeah, for sure. And, and it, like, as a as a matchmaker, as a dating coach, what eats up most of your time these days?
0: <sighs> um. Nothing eats it up because I actually love what I do. Yep. Um, but, but, you know, recently it's funny. I've, I've Things come in waves. I always say like sets of an ocean, even dating, like you're hot. These are all the good waves. And then it's not. Um, a lot of it is just with my clients. I'm unique this way is that I love my clients. Their success is truly my success. And so I'm highly involved in coaching them. Sure. Um, whether you're a matchmaking client or just a coaching client, you have what I call 24, almost seven approach to me. So you can text me. I mean, I get 11 o'clock at night texts because dating is 24, seven dating sure. is, tw- I mean, I'm not cheap. So that's why you have access to me as well. Right. And it's this idea that, you know, like women can get over, start to overthink. And then my male clients are like, Katie, what should I do in this, in this moment? What should I, what text should I send? How should I respond to her? Um, so almost putting out little fires and I wouldn't call them fires so much as I think people are so easy to quit nowadays because it's this disposable dating society.
1: Sure.
0: And the idea, oh, I have a matchmaker. She can get me a new match. But but most of my clients, they want the one. And so they'll meet someone. They think they're great. And, and a little fire will erupt. And I'm like, okay, it's just a fire. It's not, you know, it's, we don't want it to turn into a brush fire and bigger, but we've all got to learn how to deal with life and relationships and communication. And I think that's really I turn into like a therapist, but I love it because it's, you've got to start to use your words, speak up. A lot of us get discouraged. We, well, I've already done that with my ex and I'm, he didn't listen to me. And, you know, she was always nagging at me. So we all kind of quit in having good communication skills. So I would say just helping my clients maneuver through dating because I can get you the first date. Can you get the second date?
2: Right. Fair enough. Yeah. And and what is it, Katie, do you think that, that makes a, a good matchmaker? Like, is it a and a, and a dating coach. Is it just a, a good ear? Is it a bit of a dirty mind? Is it a you <laughs> on relationships? Maybe a, a little bit of the three? Like what what is it about about what you do?
0: Well, I can tell you what makes me a good matchmaker. And these are, are definitely things I think people should be looking for if they are hiring. And there's matchmakers. And then there's also um, companies that do uh, lunches and things like that. So this is the three things I would tell somebody to look for. Number one, when you're being matched, you get to see photos. A lot of companies, a lot of matchmakers will not show photos. And I think that is the most ridiculous thing ever. Of course, they'll tell you they have that kind of looking person, you know, and and people are visual, men and women. So this whole idea of, oh, well, we're just going to match according to what you both want. Like you both want to get married, so we'll just match you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, no, no. I've seen a lot of issues with that. So don't go with a matchmaking company or person who won't show you photos. Also, I don't believe in a number set. So I don't, I don't tell people, well, I'll give you 10, 10 dates. Mm. I don't do that. I do a timeline because it takes time to go through the process of dating. And the more dates you have, the better dater you are. And the more feedback I get as a, as a matchmaker to tell you, Hey, you kind of did this wrong. Women don't like that. Or, Hey, this guy noticed your outfit. It's not a turn on. So that would be the first two things. And number 3 is your matchmaker available. I am I told you this. I am available for my clients 24 almost 7. Um because dating is 24 almost 7. It's 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 relationship building and so that's really I think one of the biggest important things, yeah, to have a good matchmaker. And you know, I hate to say this too, but you should have a hot matchmaker because
2: <laughs> Of course.
0: I, I I well, there's a lot of matchmakers that I look at and I'm like, "Really?" Like because first off, I attract beautiful women, good-looking men, successful, quality. So those kind of you know you attract what you are is what I always say. And I always think like if I were going to go get my hair cut somewhere and the woman had terrible hair, why would I get my hair cut there? So if your matchmaker is good-looking and she's badass, you should you know probably hire her.
2: Right, <laughs> <like>, wink, wink. <laughs> you just did a, a big singles trip down to uh, Cancun. How how many years have you been doing that? I mean, those trips, they look like they would be magical.
0: Hey, years, that took me two months. That was like a two-month organized, not even organized, threw it out there to see what the universe would throw back at me. Yeah. Honestly, um, I've never done that trip. And dating with oh, Katie wow. is still pretty new. I've been working for my matchmaking company, Sync, for about seven to ten years. I actually went on a date for them. Years with a guy named Ted, who I'm still friends with. Uh, who needs to hire me. Uh, Went on a date with Ted and I asked, can I join your team? Because I knew that I knew a lot of people and actually I was their target market. It was a bunch of young girls at the time. They'd never been married, had no kids, where everybody, their clients were, you know, older, divorced, kids. There's a different skill set and a different kind of challenge when you are you know, in that generation of dating, like, we're round two, I like to say. So anyways, working with them. But then during COVID, I created dating with Katie because I realized I coached our clients so much that I thought I'm going to just help everybody. And everybody was sitting around the house. So, so in all of that to say, I love to travel and people always say to me, Katie, you do such cool stuff. Like it look, your life looks so fun. And I'm like, it's, it's easy. You just book it, (laughs) just do it. But, but it is hard to find fun people to travel with case. Case in point, I was just in Peru on a group trip with 10 random people and they were not fun. These people mm-hmm. were not fun. and I was like, I had to do breakfast, lunch, dinner with them. I'm like, you people are not fun. I'm fun, you're not fun. But but then I look back at the cancun trip, which was a blast. It was literally random people who follow me, who had the guts to say, you know what, Katie's fun. Let's try this. We went to an all-inclusive. I planned it in January with my girlfriend. She's single, never really gone anywhere, not really dated yet. I said, well, let's get out of town. So I just figured if I invite other people that I can make it a tax write-off and uh, (laughs) have fun with followers. I know singles are like looking for singles to travel with, looking for places to go. It was phenomenal. I already have it in the books for next January, end of January, so hold those weekends. Um, It'll be much more organized as well, but we had a blast. As a matter of fact, yesterday I was kind of having Cancun sadness, missing the the whole team. (laughs) All the guys really got along. All the girls did. Like It was just cool, quality people.
2: Nice. So the plan for next year is Cancun again?
0: Cancun again. Uh, I feel like it's kind of the middle middle line for, you know, us, you know, South Cabo's too far. Other places are too far for Cali people. I will also say that we have Tuscany in the works. So 10 days in Tuscany with a guy that I met on Bumble. (laughs) I met him on Bumble years ago. He throws these amazing trips Um, and he just he lives in New Jersey, but he is a villa in Tuscany. And so the guy knows the area. So we are also going to do, be doing that one because why not? Why not?
2: This brought to you by a wine hangover.
0: <laughs> yeah, Good and wine. Of course, good,
2: actually- great wine in Tuscany. <laughs>
0: right. I prefer old world wine versus new world wine, which is something I also teach too, because it makes you look savvy when you're ordering wine. If you can, right. like, it's like a hack, you know, like a, a cool dating hack right there.
2: Right broad strokes but what do you think the the biggest mistakes that uh that men and women i suppose make during you know courting and dating and you know just kind of playing the game
0: for ladies i have four things that they should be looking for and i'm really i'm really ardent about this okay so the number one thing that every woman should be looking for is his effort and women will let chemistry lead the way well there was no chemistry but his effort was amazing and i always say you could have chemistry with a 20 year old boy. Okay. But at the end of the day, he's not going to show up for you. Like we're all in a stage. My clients are all typically 35 and up in a stage where we're looking, we're looking for a life partner. Who's going to, and life is not always going to be easy. Like I'm all about the trips and the fun, but something's going to hit the fan at some point. Um, Not if, but when. And so I really think women need to be watching his effort. Effort is everything, guys, everything. Number two, are you laughing together? That's on both sides. Are you having fun? Is it fun with this person? I say relationships are work, but they shouldn't be hard. There's a difference between that. Now, again, I'm not talking about a cancer situation. That's, that's hard. That's, you know, that's grit. But when you're with somebody, you should be working at making it a good relationship and being creative and fun and investing in them. So are you guys laughing together? Number three for ladies and again, for both, but reality, does his life work with your life? Does your work? Does your life work with his? Do you like his kids? Does he like your kids? Kids are a big one. I'm sorry, but never minimize your kids and their feelings for a a guy or a a woman ever. Sure. It's come before like dating. Um, And then on top of that, number four is chemistry. So ladies, chemistry is your last one. I've seen women just deal with douchebags for years because, well, the chemist, Katie, the sex was so great. And then what? Come on. And then when, when you, your pipes burst, he didn't show up. I know, but he was busy. No, he wasn't because my man would have shown up. So for, for women, those are the four things that I really, really stress. Um, and I hear this a lot. Well, but there was just no chemistry, Katie. I'm like, it was a first date, you know, go on three dates now for guys. I have to say, you men are so much simpler. You're really easy. You're not as picky. Um, I I love working with men. I do feel like I understand the mind of a man. You're visual. You know, when guys are like, well, I'm looking for a pretty woman. I'm like, I get it. I love it. I want you to have that. Um, And I do believe men should be looking for these two things. And ladies, listen up because this is truth, And you can verify. Um, Are is she fit and is she fun? Now, I use those two words because alliteration and they match the two f's
2: well you got to throw in a third then fit fun and foxy
0: foxy oh i like that it's so funny there's certain words that people (laughs) get (laughs) i do i write everything down. Love it. well people get so offended nowadays i use the word like let's i hope your man is teachable and oh my god i was every man was so offended i'm like what is wrong with teachable whatever (laughs) um but let's be honest like every man likes the other f words too you know just Fuck him and feed him. I mean, let's yes. be honest. Yeah. So my point in being fit and fun, and everyone's like, well, I'm not skinny like you, Katie. That's not the point. Being fit means being healthy. Men really value a woman who keeps herself healthy, keeps herself presentable, pretty, fun. I mean, he likes a woman who shows up well next to him. Let's be honest. That's, there's nothing wrong with that because I want my man to be equally looking good. Sure. Um, it's all about style and personal presentation. And then fun. A lot of us have been divorced we've come from naggy ex-wives. A lot of men have come from naggy ex-wives, women who have taken their money, live in the champagne life, especially here in SoCal. um, And they're just looking for a woman who isn't going to be that. So a lot of women have old habits from from their past marriage. I just had this with a client. She totally threw up on a great guy. She told him seven things he was doing wrong. And I was like, oh, you can't do that. You can't do that to a man. He just and, and men, ladies, I'm gonna say this a thousand times over. They want to please you. They want to make you happy. Men are good men. Men are better than women at, at. the end of the day, I almost feel like, and really, they just don't read minds. So just tell them what you want. I had a client yesterday. She likes this guy, but he's overweight by probably 40 to 50 pounds. So it's not like a dad bod. It's a little bit bigger. So the question is his his lifestyle. And she doesn't want it to influence him. I said, well, you got to learn to speak up. He he doesn't read your mind. He thinks you're okay with it. And the good guy. Not the nice guy, but the good guy will change for her. Like he'll say, "You know what? You're worth it." And by the way, this isn't healthy anyway. I've just needed somebody to motivate me, right. and he'll do it. Right. Yeah, I mean, guys are good guys, so I'm all I'm on team good guy.
2: Like, I, like I wonder if if we've just like common sense just isn't common sense anymore because when you started off by saying like, you know, pursue the the woman, that's to me seems like common sense. Like that was how I got my wife love it you know texting her and telling her i'm gonna pin her against the wall when i get home you know that <laughs> kind of shit right like you get it. Yeah, of course that to me kind of seems like it's common sense
0: but that's also being a man of your word and i think that's what's really lacking in this day and age now i have three kids straight a's phenomenal kids my son made me dinner last night but that's because i smack them in the head a lot like no that's ridiculous. Who taught you that thought? That's not going to work in life. That's not life and life is not fair. Um, and so people are living again in that la la land. Um, and I think I always say of the hundred percent of people dating 80% really aren't of any value. They're there for their ego. They're not ready yet. They, you know, they're on the apps, but they don't show up. They're ghosting or they're catfishing. There's a a myriad of myriad of reasons that They're just the 80 percenters, but the 20 percenters are quality people. But now the funnel got smaller and you have to find your one in that 20 Mm percent. And it's it really is about vetting. And sadly, common sense is not common sense. But we can say that, you know, feminism and like I'm equal. And instead of celebrating, okay, we're not equal there. There's two different genders and it's yours and mine. And that's how we perform. And that's what I'm good at and what you're good at. Look, if I was a fireman and my dad, who was 400 pounds, was was dying up in a, in a building. I am not equal to the much bigger firemen who can go get them.
2: Right. This is the
0: silliness. It just doesn't make sense. So sadly, I think a lot of guys are nervous because some girls, Oh, don't open my door. I can do it for you. Well, of course you can open your own door. You do it every day, but he wants to do it because it's a thoughtful gesture. You know, of course my daughter can take out the trash, but it's stinky. So I'm gonna let my boy do it. Like what happened to good old fashioned values? And that's one of the things I really stick up for is old school standards with new school style. Right. So I do believe in change and that, you know, women can text a guy first. It's not the end of the world, but I I do like it when a man does it mostly because it's the pursuit. And we like, we love to feel that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's spoiling goes both ways. So can we just say that? So, you know, figure out somebody's love language. If she likes gifts, buy her a sexy pair of high heels and ladies use it to bless him, you know, like just the right. heels alone. So I think <laughs> people, you know, oh, well, she's a gold digger if she wants a pair of heels. I mean, I can buy my own heels, but when you buy them for me, it's a different storyline.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Katie, I had a, a follower ask me to ask you about friend zones. Okay. And like, how do they get out of them? I'm like, I don't think you can personally, but can you get out of friend zone?
0: Uh, you can, but but Why? Like at the end of the day, if she friend zoned you, move on. You can still, I'm a believer in staying friends with people, but there's a million fish in the sea.
2: Right. Well, when there's so many, 7 billion actually. But yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Well, we need the singles and that are worthy. So we're going to have to take right. that number back gotcha. down. But not, and I don't do math. I speak Spanish, but I don't do math. Um, I think that's the big thing is, is move, like stay friends with people. Because again, don't burn bridges. You never know. Everyone's dating in a smaller circle, even though they're, they're, even though the people have like, Oh, I'm going to date hundred miles radius. People are lazy and they don't. <laughs> right, and right. so, um, you know, and I'm a big believer. I actually don't like to shit where I eat. So I never dated. I once dated a dad from school N- again, totally went against my rule. Not a good idea. There's other fish in the sea, bigger sea.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but if you're in that friend zone, stay friends, she might have a friend. You never know. But move on, like, do not give it energy and do not be sad about it because it's not your person. Like, you've really got to have faith. It's one of the foundations I teach. You've got to have faith that your person is out there. And when you're just digressing and sad, I saw an Instagram the other day and it talked about how this girl is like, you blocked me on everything. So I'm going to be at your job tomorrow working there, too. And I thought this is and you know how many people <coughs> like that stuff. <coughs> you Just the energy of this comment, like everybody laughs <coughs> about it. But people do this stuff. Like they continue. It's like they don't like you back. Move on. Like move on. Yeah. It's, yeah. I call that dating like an adult. It's not, it's, it's not as easy to find out there as we'd like to think.
2: Right. And what do you think about dating a friend's ex? Yes. No.
0: Sure. If they're cool with that, why not? If you're, if you're all good people, good people do not get their panties in a wad over this stuff. Like it's, I don't see a problem with it. Now, if my, your friend should, I mean, it depends on how quality of a friend is. I believe there's three values of friends. There's your quarters, your dimes, and your pennies. Mm -hmm. Your quarters are your four quarters. They're your people. Your dimes, you know, you you know them. You're great. You'll invite them to a party. Your pennies are my Instagram followers. I love you guys, but you're also pennies. You know, in in a in a in a sense of how to gauge your friendships. But Mm -hmm. um, as long as everybody's cool with it, I don't see a problem.
2: Love Canada it. I, I love that uh, you're bringing pennies into the situation considering Canada doesn't even have pennies anymore.
0: No more coins in Canada. Well, all well start- no more pennies. We just round up to
2: the fives. We round up or we, we, we scale down. That's it. Yeah, well,
0: we're, we're out of coins. Apparently I think there's some grandmas in the world that are storing all their coins for their grandkids here in America. So I don't even know. I don't trust nothing anymore.
2: <laughs> Katie. Um, I, I told you I'd be about maybe 15, 20. Can I steal you for another five, 10?
0: Yeah.
2: Because so, I'd love to get outside of dating and, and relationship advice and, and what you're known for. Okay. <laughs> Can you share a near death story with us? We're like, holy shit. I could have, I should have maybe died just now.
0: Yes. So I was driving with my three amazing kids. Um, I've had two, but I'm going to say this one because of the, just the, the reality of it. Um, I, I sent my kids to camp um, and it was about a I don't know, seven hour drive up, seven hour drive back. And I had to do the first round. And then I had a second round a week later going up to Sequoia area. And, um, I had woken up at five in the morning to go pick them up from camp. Um, I'm not a great driver because I have like ADD long roads. If you've ever done the grapevine, it's a very long road. It's, it's just too straight and boring for me. Uh, I go pick them up from camp at 10 AM. We come down the mountain and we're driving a straight, we're back on the straight roads. And we were all hungry, it was about one o'clock. And my kid said to me, Mom, let's get lunch. I said, Okay, at the next off ramp, we're going to go get in and out. Uh, Literally, I fell asleep at the wheel. But I'm giving God all the glory for this one because we literally went across the freeway through a fence. Okay. We (laughs) turned, we hit the fence again. Then we were on the frontage road. Thank God nobody was on the frontage road. Hit the frontage road turned. My daughter woke up. Everyone uh, was um, sleeping. My daughter woke up screaming, are we going to die? I really, and I had a big Acura and older Acura. So it was heavy metal. Thank God. I feel like old cars were heavy in metal. We yeah. turned and then we lined up directly against a tree that was right here in, in front of someone's house. Almost like we looked like a parked car. We were parallel to the, to the frontage road and nothing happened nothing happened. There was a couple dents and bruises from hitting the, the fence and the fence had kind of gone down to the freeway. It was, it was miraculous that nothing happened. And then the story that goes on, let me finish the story here because this, the people came out, they called the police. It was about two o'clock at this point. The next day I have a job interview in Minnesota. Okay. Which was at this time as a struggling single mom, I finally have a job interview. This is a big deal for me. Um, they call, To get these people were so helpful. The police officer that comes is a Christian. He has three kids, totally helping us. Just kindest heart. Um, There are no all of like the tow companies. Everybody's kind of closed. Here's the biggest part: there was no car rentals that were open. This is Visalia, California, middle of nowhere. So my dad has to drive from Long Beach down to get us seven hours to pick us up, so I can get this. Gets better though. But then I have this broken car that's a total with all of our crap in it. In front of these people's houses, somebody says, "I'm going to call a tow company." The tow company's owner comes on his day off, picks us all up, throws everything in the back of his truck, takes the car to be totaled into a wreck, takes us to In and Out so we can nice. still have so we can still have our lunch. So this guy, I, to this day, I don't know who he is. Then by chance, I'm dating a um, a Blue Angel. Okay, so out there is where the Blue Angels live and practice. That's the Navy base. And he is gone. I have 3% left on my cell phone. His house is 30 minutes away from there. It's in um, Lompoc, I think it's called. And so I tell the the tow truck driver, Well, take me to his house. His neighbor's going to give me the key. We're going to sit in the house until my father comes. So we get to the house. There's this picture of a man with the president. My kids are like, Whose house is this? (laughs) These are my dating stories, too. My dad's like, Whose house is this? I'm like, Nobody needs to know the answer. It just worked out miraculously. My dad picked me up. We got home, and I did get to my interview in time. All of that to say, it 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 made me realize we could have died, but God didn't have us die, and we have a plan. Yeah, wow. We never know. You never know. So you never know your time. But if it's not your time, you have a plan and a purpose right now. So do it.
2: Falling asleep at the wheel.
0: Terrible. And you know what? I don't know if I've ever told anybody that story. It's embarrassing and it's sad, but you've got to learn. You can't do everything. As a single yeah. mom, I couldn't do everything. Otherwise it was all C minus average, C minus across the board. So it's really <laughs> important that you ask for help, you know, take, take your time. I mean, my kids know on long trips now, I will literally pull over and be like, here's a park, go play. I need 30 minutes to sleep. And we've done yeah. it in West. We've done it to Santa Barbara. Like I have learned i am never, ever the minute my eyes shut. And this is a message for someone who needs to hear. The minute you're at, stop, just pull over.
2: Right. Once bitten, twice shy, baby. Which shows are you currently binge watching? Like what, what's on the tube?
0: I'm not, um, I'm busy with work. I think coming back from Peru, I was in Peru. I can say this though, in Peru, um, I watched 14 Peaks. Have you seen that? No. Uh, it's a documentary. Talk about fear. Talk about like, so I don't like heights. Yeah. Uh, and I did Hwaium Picchu, w- Wana-, Wana Pichu. it's the mountain behind Machu Picchu, like in the postcards, it's the big shark fin mountain.
1: Yeah. And
0: so just last week we did that, and it's straight down. They have the stairs of death. And I hate heights. I hate them. And I am a cursor. Like I will drop the F bomb the whole <laughs> time. I'm it's like I'm channeling my inner billy goat, but dropping F bombs. Um, for some reason, I just feel more badass. Mm. And so um It was actually cloudy the day that we did it, which was good because the minute the clouds went away, I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, But watching 14 Peaks, it's a a phenomenal documentary of a guy who did 14 of the 8,000 meter peaks in seven months.
2: Shit. In seven months?
0: In seven months. In seven months. And he's from Nepal. And I used to live in China. I've been to Tibet. My kids have been to Nepal. Like, I'm just amazed by the tenacity of these cultures. I mean, they're the Sherpas and they don't get any of the glory. All these guys going to the top, like, Oh, I made it over and over
2: and over again.
0: Bro, without that guy, you wouldn't have made it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had, I had a guy named Brian uh, Dickinson. Okay. On the, on the show. And uh, he climbed uh, Mount Everest and on the descent went snow blind. Like couldn't see, like basically blind from the brightness of the snow and everything. It impacted his eyes so bad that he couldn't see. And he descended Mount Everest blind.
0: Well, was he in the belay? Like, I mean, come on. No,
2: by himself, like straight up by himself. By himself. Yeah.
0: Uh, so a- watch 14 Peaks because you'll see the, the traffic for Mount Everest is like LA traffic. The really? line to get to the top is just people, 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 people. Like, what is that? So when people go to K2 and the other, you see how much harder it is because it's not like a line of people that are doing it constantly. So watch that. That's it's a, it's a great one. And I will say, I love Downton Abbey. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Cheesy. My, even my 16 year old son loved it. Um, and Emily in Paris. I try to keep things PG in my house. Cause it's, I, I don't ever want to look away and have kids see, you know, like, so, just try yeah. to, you know, I, I try to watch Ozarks too dark. I don't like seeing unhappy families. Cause it makes me sad. Yeah. It's, you know, cranky teenagers and, messed up parents and I'm like, you know what? That's it's true, but it doesn't have to be like that. So I don't watch that kind of stuff. But yeah,
2: fair. All funny. right. I'll respect your time. I'll ask you two more questions.
0: Sure. I, I have an hour for you. So I mean
2: Okay, ask- great. Okay, great. Um Deaf Leopard on the shirt. Yep. What's the music like in your house as a kid growing up? Like what are your what are your parents plan?
0: My parents, my mom played the Beatles constantly and I'm not a Beatles fan, I have to be honest. Um <laughs> my mom always played her sixties music that she grew up to. So she never kind of converted to our music. Whereas a mom, I try to listen to their music and my music. Um, I'm actually not a heavy metal fan. But I just, I love rocker shirts. <laughs> and yeah. a lot of my clients, a lot of my followers are like, Katie, I love your shirt. Um, and they just look cute with blazers, but I, I am from long beach, the LBC Snoop dog, Warren G Tupac. So I personally love all of that old school vibe. I'm a huge Stevie Wonder fan. I mean, Mm -hmm. wish I could see the man in concert. Uh, Prince, my favorite song, and people never know this one, is Coat of Pink Cashmere. Sexy, sexy, sexy. You light some candles, turn that song on and boom. Um, (laughs) You know, now listen, my kids and I, we love... Uh, my boys love jazz. We listen to a lot of jazz here. My son is in Spanish, and I do speak Spanish, and so he's been listening to like the Latin music is really coming back into pop culture, which I love. Um, yeah, but we always try to have some music on. Like I'm an energy person, so the energy. Even I've learned about Hertz Hertz music, yeah, and what it does for your energy levels, and so my kids are like, "Mom's got her Hertz music on." <laughs> <laughs>
2: I love it. That's so great. And and what was the first concert you went to?
0: New Kids on the Block, baby. New like Kids I literally, we just. My father just passed away, so I've got all of my stuff, and I just found my Joey Joe, um, little little figurine, my big There's... New Kids on the Block button, um, and my little Joe. I was Joe McIntyre fan through and through. I mean, um, huge New Kids on the Block. I also went, and this is probably not good to say. <laughs> um, who is R. Kelly? Oh, R. Kelly. Kelly uh, with a little bump and grind, right? You're the one like, that
2: peed on kids? Or, <laughs>
0: that's why I said whatever? it's probably not good to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Went to R. Kelly and New kids on the Block. Um, that's probably about it. I'm not a huge concert fan. I yeah. love going to country now, though. My kids love it as well. Um, country, what do you mean? Like country music? Country music. Just yeah. Beautiful.
2: Country music's fun. It's good stuff. It's, if you can't party to country music, you got
0: And I, l- listen, I'm I li- I'm a rap girl, but. And I used to think, Oh, country music's terrible, but it's the people and the quality of people. They're just kind. They're sweet. They dress cute. These girls are these girls in their little shorts, shorts. They are sexy. Like that's, if I was a man, I'd be like, this shit is hot. Absolutely. Um, So I love going to country, been a stage coach, done those things. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What's the, what's the plan for the rest of the year for you? Have you got it mapped out or just kind of floating along or like what, how, how do you approach your year?
0: I got my planner right here. Everything's a plan. Um, So my kids are, I have two in college, which is phenomenal, like turning into amazing human beings, um, which I miss them though. Um, I'm a total mom at heart and um, I'm going to become an empty nester in a month and a half, fully empty nester. I do have one in high school still. He is 16, but he will be moving with his dad to Turkey So he will be in Turkey, which is cool. International school. My kids were raised in China. They were, uh, my oldest was there for seven years. Um, So we put them in Chinese school. So I'm a big believer in international living, like seeing the bigger picture of the world, learning languages. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's moving to Turkey. I'm going to take him there. We're doing Cappadocia, which is like the hot air balloon capital. Got to get those photos in for Instagram. Of course. Uh, and then we're doing Bodrum, which is like the, you know, the fancy, the South shore of of, um, of Turkey. Uh, so I'll be doing that. And then my other two are in college. One is doing a, a camp where she's, you know, being like uh, water rafting, rock climbing, super cool. My other one is home with me. So I'm putting him to work. So he's going to help me with my podcast. I'm learning how to do all the next things. And he's very helpful. Um, and so I will be an empty nester by summer. And so I think that's the big thing is I'm actually going to be figuring out the, the guy that I've been dating is like, okay, now we actually have time for each other. And how is it going to look? Cause it'll be a different stage of our relationship. We've never really, he lives in another state, so we've never really been together. So now we're going to have more time together and let's see how that goes. Uh, and then on top of that, we've got, I'll be doing a work uh, meeting in Colorado. So if anybody's in Colorado, let's let's have an event and get together. Uh, and then I'm doing the Ritz Carlton yacht cruise coming up. So I'm oh, excited boy. about that. Yeah. That I love sense. it too, because, because I can share with you guys, like it's, it's going to be romantic and beautiful and we're doing the Caribbean. Um, but, but end of the year, I want my book out. Uh, I wrote, I've written a couple books, just never really finished them. If you know what I mean, mm. podcast is coming. I'm also going to be doing a podcast with another matchmaker. So we'll, you'll have two of us back and wow. forth. Wow. Um, And, you know, I just, I have a lot of ideas. I'm one of those people. So if anybody's out there who can help me, I have ideas. It's just, I don't have enough of me to do them. So um, I have seven steps to sexy. I already have my confidence one-on-one for men. That is a video uh, teaching. It's video with a little slideshow next to it. It's great. If you're new dating guys, watch this video. I tell you exactly what to wear, exactly what to say. This is how you do it right and do it well. Um, I have seven steps to sexy that I've written for women. Um, I have multiple different courses that I teach. So I just need to get it all together and, you know, start giving it to my viewers. I, I love them. They love me back. And I think we're all trying to be better at this. I want them to be confident, successful, and to have fun dating.
2: Busy, 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 busy. Busy is good though. Uh, Thank you again, Katie, for, for joining us. You're at dating with Katie on -hmm. Instagram. Katie spelled (laughs) K-A-T-Y.
0: Y's are different than I I have to say like they're, Actually, personality wise, they're very different. So I'm hundred percent
2: It's Tamara and, and Tamra. And oh yeah. Uh the what are, Tara and Tara.
0: Oh Tara and Tara. That's a big don't difference.
2: Call me Tara. It's Tara. All right, Psycho. <laughs>
0: yeah, like it's just if somebody Chill. calls me Kathy, I don't get my pan. It's not a big deal. Yeah. It's yeah, it's yeah. no big deal.
2: Awesome. Uh thank you again. And I guess we'll see you online.
0: All right. Thanks so much, Todd. Have a good one, you guys.
2: The Todd Cast Podcast on Toddhancock.ca.